She had a pale, beautiful face with ancient, bottomless blue eyes. She opened them and looked at me after a moment. It's all right. Here, put my coat over you. Why couldn't you leave me alone? I couldn't. Why? Because it's important to me. I suppose you want to know why I did it. If I told you I understand, would you believe me? How could you understand? Maybe I know what it means to be lonely. That. That's it, isn't it? I don't know. I'm so terribly tired. Put your head against my arm and just stay. I... Don't be afraid. I've been looking for you for a long time. Looking for me? All my life. How did you know? I don't believe you. It's true. I found your message. Oh? So you see, there's nothing to be afraid of. Not anymore. Just rest. The moonlight is terribly white. Yes. I'd like to rest for a while. She didn't remember it, of course. But I was one of the reporters who had covered the story when it first happened five years ago. I'll never forget that day. I was working the police blotter. It was a quiet summer afternoon when they brought her in. Two big cops in blue uniforms. Come on now, girlie, come on. Let me go. I haven't done anything. Now take it easy now. What's the trouble, Connolly? Disturbing the peace, Sergeant. Is this that Central Park call? Hey, this is it. I thought you radioed that there was a near riot up there. Oh, you should have seen the place. All right, give me the report. Well, me and Bennett got up there, and there was a mob of people all surrounding this girl, see? So we bust through, and there in the middle of maybe 600 people, she, she's lying there, sort, sort of in a faint. I asked a couple of people what the difficulty was, and they tell me it's the flying saucer. The what? The flying saucer. What flying saucer? Let me finish, Sergeant. What flying saucer, I ask? And then they says that this girl was standing on the green and suddenly the saucer comes down and starts whirring over her head like a halo. What is this, miss? A gag? It happened. It did, eh? Well, now suppose you tell me your version. I was standing in the park and I looked up and there it was. Describe it. It was beautiful. It was golden with a, a dusty finish, like, like an unripe conquered grape. It made a faint sound, a, a chord of two tones. And it circled over my head like some great round hummingbird. Go on. Well, other people must have seen it because they were all looking at me and pointing. I saw one man cross himself. And then... It came down and touched me and spoke to me. The, this flying saucer spoke to you? Yes. <clears throat> and uh, just what did it say to you? I said, what did it say? 
I can't tell you. A secret, huh? Yes. I see. Connolly, this girl is for Bellevue. Well, well, Sergeant, the, the plain fact is that it, it happened just like that. And uh, ten witnesses all agree it did. Are you trying to tell me that there was such a thing as this whirring hummingbird of a saucer? Oh, there was that, Sergeant. And just how do you know, Connolly? Well, we've got the thing out in the squad car. You what? Ben is bringing it in right now, see? You... About 36 inches across it is. And covered with strange marks. Great, Mother. Did you call the bomb squad? I didn't think of it. Well, think of it, man. This may be some kind of atomic weapon. I'll turn it over to ballistics. Never mind about ballistics. Call the FBI and tell them we've got this thing. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, what about the girl? We'll book her on disturbing the peace. I've got a feeling the government men may want a word with her. Sergeant. Uh, what is it, Benides? I'd like to do a story on this for my paper. Could I...